What up, everyone? Welcome again to another episode from my mom's garage home theater edition, where we take a movie or TV show and throw it back to you full of spoilers, thoughts, concerns, reviews, and a rating at the end. As always, this is your host, Tony, with Mickey. Hello, 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 my movie goers. How's everybody doing? Yay, great. Yeah, enthusiasm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, you can see so, how much of an excitement I have for this movie. Whatever, man. We should always have excitement for any movie, period. It's always good. It's always entertaining, anyways. Um, okay, so the movie we're going to be talking about today is Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City. Yes. At this point, I mean, I'm not sure how many Resident Evil movies there have been. Obviously, this one is on its own platform, in a sense, because, uh, yeah, this was, Jehovah is not in this one. Yes. <laughs> no, um, yeah, so just so you can get a little brief breakdown before we get into this. So this is basically takes place, obviously, a lot of people are familiar with Resident Evil, either the movies or the games. Um, this one, it's kind of like, in a sense, reboot when it comes to the cinematic versions of them. So this one is uh, it's called Welcome to Raccoon City, once a booming hometown of the Umbrella Corporation. So this is basically just like this rundown town where... Uh, the people that we get introduced to, like, for example, um, <clears throat> uh, Claire and, uh, you know, her brother, Chris, were apparently orphans in this little town. Um, and there was crazy things happening back then and crazy things happening now that they came. She came. Uh, Claire comes back years later. Um, the movie starts off. So the movie starts off with, uh, you know, Claire as a child dealing with. Uh, living in the, this orphanage and experiencing weird things, which in this case was somebody like kind of watching over her kind of quietly. Mm-hmm. So, you know, obviously she follows that person, finds out that person's name, and then, you know, pans out to something that happened to her. And then all of a sudden now she's, she's old, you know, she's an adult. Mm-hmm. She comes back to the town and uh, just to find her brother because she hear she's hearing rumors uh, via the web that there's something going on in the town. So she basically went to try to get her brother out of the town prematurely. So obviously what's going on in the town, apparently they've been throwing some kind of chemical in the water, which um, that's where you start turning the basically the townspeople into what appears to be like zombies. Yes. Like the game. Um, now I say that loosely because I don't, I actually wasn't, I never played the game to be honest with you. No. Okay, but obviously there's zombies, which is I'm still trying to figure out what kind of zombies they were because they seemed cognitive at some points, like they were writing stuff, they were yelling stuff specific. Like, yeah, they which they didn't in the game. The they're very co- they, not in the movies either. Like zombies are usually not cognitive in the sense of they just move and eat. That's all they do. Yeah. So these are weird because they're rarely here and there cognitive. Like they know what's going on to a certain degree. Like for example, they would they, they you know and that's one that I hate about movies is when they don't determine when it comes to zombies, they don't determine like kind of like what the motivating factor of, of the zombies are like. Yeah. You know, are they going after the the smell, which is usually the most uh, indicated case, the sound. In this case, there's not really anything to indicate why they were coming after the uh, police station. Not really. Like there was, you know, maybe they saw lights. I don't know. It is. So yeah. Um. All right, so overall, I think the problem, the biggest problem with this movie I, to me was, yeah, one, it felt like I was watching a, mo- a sci-fi, mo- a sci-fi horror movie on Sci-Fi Channel. 
Yes. This was like a sci-fi made for sci-fi channel movie. movie. Yeah. Straight to sci-fi channel movie. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and the reason I say that is because obviously the horror was not horror. Like it didn't really feel like any anybody was. There was no. There's not enough uh, tension. You know, nobody felt they were super in danger. And then also yeah. the parts where they were trapped by the by the zombies. I guess it didn't really feel like tense. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, one, some of the scenes, I just didn't even know what the hell they did at all. Like, they just, like, they were just pinned, and all of a sudden, they just got away. That was it. That's all I, like, <laughs> like there wasn't really, like, the tension that you see, like, in, um, like, even the in the first dead. one. Not even the first, even, mind you, the first one was, they were more, uh, um, it was more just for action, period. Yeah. But like the tension that you get when they were walking across the beam uh, in the, <clears throat> the, the warehouse uh, in, inside the, the factory and the beam starts to give out. Yeah. That kind of stuff. That, you know, those are the kind of tension you see. But this one didn't really feel like it had too much of it. Or not, not at all. Nothing at all. No. That's what I'm saying. So it didn't. It felt like it tried to create more realistic zombies. Right. But if it kind of failed on that mo- note. Yeah, it felt like it fit, like it tried to be kind of like the original Resident Evil, where it's more um, action based, but there wasn't enough action to fill that spot either. Yeah, like I don't know, I just felt like it was very new, pretty Hollywood, not giving too much instruction, just follow through the story, and that's it. That should be enough to that's, they they thought this was a good effort to create a franchise, and which they, they're trying to, I guess. Which the other part that got me is the the loose storylines. Like, I didn't play the game. Oh wait, so no wait wait hold on. Okay. I didn't play the game, and I always told you if you're gonna make a movie, even if it's based off a game, if you're gonna like unless it's a it's a it's a Easter egg, or kind of a a tongue in cheek uh, homage to something in the game, it should be explained fully to somebody who's never played the game. Yeah. So the girl that helps them, that seems to be kind of mutated. Never, she never got seen again. Lisa Trevor, yeah, she was never explained what she was, how she was involved, what she had to do with anything, nothing. She was not like she just yeah. helped him and walked away. Bothered me. Why did they? Why did they? What experience were they really running on people to determine anything? Because oh, we were supposed to experiment you and your brother at the same time or something like that. Yeah, you would have been. The, she's like you would have been the excellent uh, specimen. For what? Yeah. Like exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like they didn't really show like the failed experiments in a sense, right? Or maybe they did. I don't know. But they didn't really like the girl wasn't determined to be a failed experiment. I don't know. Um and even if she was, why is she walking around? Anyway, set, last thing. Um the part the video where and I'm sure it has maybe something to do with the game, but maybe the game sets it up a little better to tell you because the part where they show the video of the two kids and one of them's pulling the, the wings off a dragonfly. Yeah. And then like the weird connection or like like that's that whole scene right there told me nothing just that they were weird yeah and i'm like okay does this have to does this have to do something to do with the experiment are they going to show that they have abilities do these characters in this movie have this ability stuff like like nothing no they just threw weird scenes and maybe to play homage to the game but not enough to explain what are we watching yes so it felt like it left me a lot of questions the action <laughs> wasn't big enough the horror wasn't big enough so it's like if it would have focused on one of those elements better, tell the storyline better, it would have been okay. Uh-huh. If it would have just focused on creating a good horror, I think it still would have been okay. Or if you were going to 
focused on the action, make it a really kind of like Resident Evil bubblegum action popcorn movie. Mm-hmm. That would have been okay too, but literally none of those things. It touched on every one of them and didn't actually explore any of them. That's my take on the movie. Okay. You ready for my take? Yeah. Uh, that's it. That's all I got. <laughs> no, okay. So, because you didn't get to play the game. So, here's the situation with this movie. Usually, nor- normally, you whenever they try to do a movie or ba- uh, a movie based off a video game, they either going to take one of the movie, one of the games and fully flush it out the game mm-hmm. or embody a bunch of parts of the games of, of like several games and try to do one cohesive, one cohesive movie out of it. And is which is super difficult trying to do a game that you put hours into and make it a runtime of what was this an hour and a half, maybe mm-hmm. hour, not even two hours, not even close to two hours. So here's the thing. They tried to combine resident evil one and resident evils two into this one movie. So, so the parts of the mansion when they went when they broke up when the the team went to the mansion, mm-hmm. uh, Chris uh, Redfield, Renfield, um, Jill, uh, Weskler, those guys. That's from part one. Mm-hmm. Claire, Leon are from part two. Mm-hmm. So the the only thing that I love I enjoyed about it was that the uh, the um, the scenery and how they set up the 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 scenes and like our, uh, our CPD and like the, how the truck, that's how the game starts. Like the game starts, like the truck comes in, breaks down and then she is there. She shows up or like Leon showed up, if I'm not mistaken. And, and he's cause he's a police officer. The so, orf, the orphanage mm-hmm. where they started the movie from was part of the game, but that was in, in, in terms of in, in the aspect of the game, was when Ben's daughter, the one that survived, the little girl, she was held in there as like as a safe, uh, like a safe place to keep away from the zombies, and that's that's part of the, you use that game as part of like uh, like uh, like sneak sneaking around the building trying to get around zombies. So basically, if they would have just done one game, if this whole if this whole movie was just them, they get a report about something going on in the the mansion, and they go to the mansion. And they survive the mansion, and then the next scene is Claire coming into town in the truck. That would have been part two. Her trying to figure out what happened to her brother. Yes. That yeah, that makes sense. They're all very broken so, down little. So stories. yeah, they would have broken down if they would have been that. Which is actually how the the original movies, if you think about it, was. The whole first movie was in the mansion. The second movie was in the city. Yeah. You know, so even they follow the rules a little better. Than a little this bit one. better than this one. So this one, they were trying to combine both. Um, one thing I didn't like was uh, was name Leon's character. Mm-hmm. He was like he's a badass in the game, but then he they made him look like a goofball. Yeah, like he shot like everybody accidentally. You know, he was incompetent of like the position he was in. Yeah, the whole time they were making fun of him for being that. Yeah, so I was like, Ugh. I didn't like that. I I <clears throat> the the pacing of the movie was completely off. Like I, one thing that you mentioned and, and it was. I didn't never felt that they were in danger, and the moments that they felt that they were in danger, it like two seconds later they're completely safe. So and the pacing was off. I, there's certain scenes that I did. Most of the things that I, I like the set, the the setting, the the sets um, build up from like the mansions, like the one you walked into the mansion looked like the game. 
there was a scene when he they first saw the zombie and he turns around and you see the face that happened in the game. Mm-hmm. So they little like those are little homages to the game that I appreciated because I'm like, oh, I remember that moment in the game. I remember this moment. I remember that. But everything else, like storytelling wise, was horrible. Like they didn't have to do the opening scene with them in the orphanage because I don't think it it, it didn't add to anything later on. No, that's how they they that's how they created the story that they made for this one was the orphanage. Because it tied them both together, and then tied them. To, they, they if they re- would have cut that and just straight up that she's like, "I'm trying to find my brother. He's he's in Raccoon City." Yeah. Boom. That's it. They yeah. didn't have to do that build up. So no, and that's what I'm saying. They could have just done the mansion, and then that's it. They done the mansion. They do the mansion, and then, then you know, the whole movie could have been just done in the mansion. You don't know. You don't show that who survives or whatever, and then part then, two, you see her going into Raccoon City. Like the city doesn't get destroyed. No, the, the the city gets destroyed in the second one. The city gets destroyed in the second one. Yeah, that would have been a better. That would have been better because you would have two movies. You could have focused everything on the brother and that storyline with Wesker. And, and did you see the after credit? There was an after credit scene too. Which one? The movie. No, no, but which scene? There was one. The one where um, oh the the Wesker sunglasses survives and puts the sunglasses. Mm-hmm. So that was like, and I'm like, oh man. He does, but I think it's just like it's very weak. This had very weak writing. I think so too, but and, also, and but it wasn't just weak writing because, I mean, the writing that was weak. Like I said, the story was was could have been told better, but also not like I've seen movies that have horrible story, but all the other elements are amazing. They're all fun to watch. Like either the action is because think about it. Resident Evil the originals are not like really well written. They're not, you know, they're not. But they're full of actions, and you enjoy yeah, they're that. fun, stupid popcorn movies. They're fun to watch. Um, but this one wasn't even that. It tried to be dramatic. It tried to take itself too seriously, which is great if you're gonna do that. But then, kind of, you know, like that's what I'm saying. They just, I felt like they were trying to be everything at once. Yeah, and it, they failed on that. They failed horribly. Well, hopefully the series, because I always think series follow, but especially with video games. It does better because games are complicated. Games are complex. It has a lot of nuance and history to it, right? Yeah. So it's it is difficult to do a it's difficult to do a single movie based on games when games are so complicated. So might as well, yeah. It might be better as a series, which they're getting. Which just, I think that'll play well. That play better. It's going to be through Netflix. But I think that what we talked about the one in Netflix they're doing is they're doing time jumps. Oh, really? I think they're doing time jumps on this one. They're doing like a back and forth time jump. So they're going to be 10 years when prior to every, the outbreak. So everything that builds up to it. Mm-hmm. And then they probably fast forward to the kids or whoever they're following to see what happens in the future and how they're, they're handling the situation, mm-hmm. which was better. And then and, and for something like that, you want long form. Yeah. You want long form. And I think what I, I was reading somebody about this and about the movie was that and I think it was something that you you mentioned mm-hmm. is that a lot of the times when you do a movie based off a video game, you you sometimes if you never played the video game, you want the story itself to tell yeah, the, the story. The movies movies have to play. I mean, it's and I, I think this one relied that you had to play the movie to understand the movie, had to play the games to understand the movie. And that's that's wrong though. That's compl- that's wrong because the because there was like, a lot of elements like how you said like when they were writing. You know when the guy wrote a uh, uh, itchy uh, something itchy, okay, tack itchy. Yeah, that I remember. I forgot, but I think when I was looking doing like Easter eggs about it and reading, I'm like, oh, I remember that. That was from a journal entry 
in part one that you write read from a zookeeper. Yeah. He wrote that. He wrote that. So you, unless you play the video game and understand that he, the zookeeper wrote that in a journal entry that you found miraculously throughout the game, you wouldn't have understand why, what, what was the point of that? See, so but that's what I'm saying. For something like that, if you're going to do something where it only is going to make sense if you watch the, if you play the game, then you should release it with the, um, with the game itself. You know, as a movie, a little, little bonus, but not to do something where you it releases the general public because people generally just don't want to watch a good movie, especially when they hear it based on a game. It's, it's fun. Yeah, and that's the funny thing is that that they did that good and bad because I, I think I already I'm gonna explain the scene all over again. But in regards to that scene, where you like, oh, unless you played the game, you remember the zookeeper wrote that in the journal. Yeah. Blah blah blah. You understood that. That's a horrible way of giving an Easter egg or something that that you're if you never played the game, you're like, why the hell is you writing that? Yeah, it makes no sense. And the uh, on the other side of the fence, the scene that I said that when they walked into the mansion and you see the it looks like a, a doctor or, or staff eating another staff and he turns his head and it's a zombie face, that goes along with the theme of the movie. Yeah, yeah. But that was a part of the game that actually happened. So yeah. You're like, oh, I remember that moment. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But that's what Easter egg should be. Easter egg should be that, goes, that it, it does not take away from the flow of the movie. Like, if they would have done the, uh, if you would have walked into a room and in the background of the window, you see where it says tasty, whatever. Yeah. But they don't really reference it. You just see it. You're like, oh, snap. They did that. Yeah. That's cool. Because, again, the only people that are going to really notice are going to be true fans. Everybody else is not really going to have to pay attention because it's not really, uh, you know, essential to the movie. But when you actually have the person that you're paying attention to in the movie writing it out, you're like, okay, that must mean something. Then yeah. you pay attention. And then they'll use it again. Yeah. Tasty itch. That's what it was. Tasty itch. Yeah. Or itchy tasty. Or something yeah. Like. So that's what I'm saying. Like, it just, it was weird. Yeah. I, so, I, I, like, so now you, if you really want to understand the movie, go play part one and two. Nah, and then, I'm good. And now they. And what's funny is that they. I want to play the I've, game. The not to understand this movie. Yeah, but and what's crazy was that uh, I know they remastered part two. And apparently they, they is more. It's a lot better graphics. Mm. The gameplay is a lot better, and the story is a lot better. That it felt like it was a movie, which like, is weird considering you have that game that was so popular and everybody f- loved it. They they would not necessarily in a sense conclude it. Into this, this movie, yeah. I don't know. I just felt like, and then they, they would introduce characters again, in no way, kind of indicating what part they really play in them in the movie. You know, they just bring them up, and then <laughs> I love like when they hold the whole extra scene at the end with Whistler, whatever that he li- he lived. Yeah. Oh, the experiment that we did on you brought you back, but whatever. Let's not talk about it. Yeah, but one, he wasn't in a laboratory. He was like in a morgue yeah he came out of a body bag so like didn't look like they were doing anything to him like you know like you just basically yeah we brought you back to life that's it like we're going based on just no visuals no indication just we brought you back to life okay (laughs) and then her character i'm trying to remember her name i'm gonna pull it up she was in she was in the movie she's another character in the movie in um in Resident Evil, and she was in part one too. Really, Anna, Anna, something. Mm-hmm. So, I they did try to. <clears throat> sorry, they did try to try to add more to it to see 
if they're gonna continue with the story, but I, I, I doubt it. I don't think. I don't think you don't think the popularity of this was gonna do enough. Yeah, th- I think they shouldn't the bet on this one so much that it. You know what's funny? Ada Wong. That's what it was. It probably could have got it if it was a Netflix release. But the fact that you have twenty bucks to watch it at home or to the use of the theater, yeah, this is not a theater movie. Oh no, it definitely wasn't. No, no, it was not in the theater. They should have just went straight to streaming if they had. I'm a telling deal with you somebody. right now, like the only movies that people are gonna go to the theater for anymore are gonna be Marvel movies. Somebody just sent me an article about that. Are gonna be Marvel movies and big franchise movies. Yeah. But like, you know, movies like this, nah, they. Unless the first one they came out with was so epically huge, like financially, they had a $300 million budget. Nah. There you go. <laughs> yeah, don't even bother. Don't even bother. Don't go to the theater. <laughs> All right. So now we get into the favorite quote or your favorite quote of the movie. I don't. I'm trying to like. <laughs> I have one already. You do? Yeah. What is your favorite quote? And this is from a scene, and this is an homage to the end of Resident Evil 1. Okay. Where to to kill the villain, you needed a rocket launcher, and somebody drops a rocket launcher, and you pick it up, and you kill the mm-hmm. the big boss. So in this one, at the end of the movie, uh, you see they're fighting the big bad, and uh, <clears throat> excuse me, Leon jumps in, mm-hmm. shoots it with the rocket launcher. Apparently, nobody gets hurt or killed because the rocket launcher. The, the is, they they weren't even like a distance away from. They were literally right underneath the monster. Yes. And they did. They didn't get a scratch. scratch. I was like, "Yeah, what is up with that?" So he ended up, and then uh, Chris Renfield's character uh, says, "Rocket launcher." He's like, "Yeah, I found it in first class." That was your favorite thing. That was that, that was, was the only thing I could take away from this fucking movie. Uh, I really don't even have one, dude. I'm like trying to think of one, but I can't. Like, that's fine. So Nick has no favorite memorable quotes than the end. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like the only favorite quote I was gonna see, but I feel like the only person who would have said something that I would have found interesting was the captain. Oh yeah, you know he seemed like the most interesting person, you know whatever. But yeah. other than that, I was like, nah. All right, so now we get into our Nikki's rating. I'll start it off. I'll give it one and a half. <laughs> I give it two. Two two niggas. Niggas. No, I'm not, no, I'm being honest. I like the actors. I think those actors are all going to go off to do really good things. Oh, they are. Um, well, I don't think. I don't that, know about I, Robbie O'Mell because his his the movies he's been picking. It's. I don't think it's. That and I know you picking, like him. I know you. No, like, that's not. I like Stephen O'Mell. But you know, Robbie O'Mell. He's 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 a good looking and he has because he was good in um, Upload, the show, the show, and he, and and I feel like the movies that he's been picking were either very underwhelming and not because of his acting abilities. I, I guess it's the movies that he picked and the way they made it seem. I think they're just picking him because of his looks. That's it. But that's the problem is like, they're not really picking him for anything else more than that. Like I feel bad because the one that he did with his brother or cousin, I think it was brother, his brother, brother. It was underwhelming. It could have been so much bigger because was it, it was eight or something. Like that? Yeah. Something 88 power, 88 power eight or something. Like that. Some, it wasn't power or something like that, but it was something eight. Um, I thought it was a little underwhelming, but it could have been a big movie, but I think it was more writing and budget. But you're right. I yeah. mean, I'm hoping to give him a scene or an opportunity to do something. Because right now, it just feels like they're just picking him because he has a, a good smile. 
Yeah, but no, but like I said, upload. He's he's. I I, no, I enjoyed the show, like and him. he was really good. He was really good. He was he was a likable character in the show, and he and he does have acting abilities. It's just mm. and the girl that played Claire was good. I think all of them. And you know what's funny? Mm. Uh, the guy that plays Wesker. What uh, what I think is hilarious about the whole fucking thing is that he works for Umbrella Corporation, <laughs> and he's an Umbrella he's Cat an Academy. Academy. I know. I know. <laughs> eight boy or eight man eight, eight boy. man eight boy eight, eight boy yeah but uh I, I, I think he's another person why I'm the casting was great they're all gonna the, do they're all they're, gonna do great things in, in the future I just feel that this was a hiccup a huge <laughs> one I mean this is part of this opportunity to do Resident Evil I think it was a I mean yeah like the thing is you no matter which one you like play this no if you think about it like you think about like to say that Resident Evil, with the first one was a success, is crazy because it it was a cheesy movie, but it was fun. And it was like yeah. everybody loved it. So it, it's hard to say, like, because they knew what they were doing. They they knew what they, and it was. It was very flashy, you know. They knew the audience that they wanted they wanted to attract. That's the thing. It was a pop. It was a popcorn and fun movie. Yes, and I think this one they wanted to attract. People that loved the game, yeah, that loved horror movies, that loved zombie movies, this and that loved that enjoy, probably enjoyed something that had some type of depth to it because that's what we're trying to reach to, and they didn't hit none of them. They they tried to appeal too many too many people of the audience to different to di- too many different groups of audiences that they they missed the mark on each of them like by like by like enough said, to be annoying. It, it was- it was a honestly tr- attempt to try to appease so many people that they ended up appeasing nobody. Yeah. But like that, guys, that was our review for Resident Evil. Welcome to Raccoon City. You can find it on Amazon Prime for 20 bucks. Our suggestion is wait for it to be $2.99. <laughs> and like that, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to the latest episode from my mom's garage home theater edition. As always, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at from my mom's garage or emails at fmmgpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you think thoughts or concerns are a movie for us to review. As always, tell a friend, send a friend, bring a friend. See you next week. Later. <laughs>